Attention Patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the show, my husband, J.C. Hall, wearing Don and the Cardinals hat today. <laughs> hey, I have to point that out because... Season's over. Season's over, but I'm a I'm a, I'm a St. Louis native. Woohoo! Go Cards! Can't tell any of shh. How many times I skip school to go to a Cardinals game, sit in the bleachers? That's when you could get bleacher seats for eight dollars. <laughs> eight dollars bleacher seats. I don't think you can do that anymore. I don't think that happens. <laughs> That's how old Chris Ann Hall is. <laughs> well, JC, obviously, I think. Today, I'd like to give a few minutes to the um, impeachment hearings, but seriously, what what I want people to know is that there's so much going on besides the impeachment hearings. That's the only thing you're seeing in the news, but life is going on other places. Our rights, we, we have to be aware of what's going on with our rights. There's even stuff going on with Donald Trump that doesn't have to do with impeachment hearings. And so uh, I'll let I'll let the other guys talk about it ad nauseum, but I want to make sure that we are not just simply addressing these and only those issues. Seriously, how how many people do we need to talk about the fact that the whole thing is just ridiculous? Do you, you listen to those people? Is anybody saying anything novel, anything different, anything new? No, and I, I think it's pretty well, well, I assume it's understood or we think that it's kind of almost irrelevant anyway. It's not like the Senate is going to do anything. You know, I mean, if the House impeach, impeaches Trump, what does that actually mean? See, I, here's the thing. I don't. I don't. I, I don't it, it doesn't mean. It doesn't mean anything because the Senate's not going to do anything. The Senate's. It's not going to happen. And I don't really think that there's going to be any kind of impeachment vote anyway, because number one, they don't want an impeachment vote. Right. I, they want. They want Donald Trump to be tried in the court of public opinion on the eve of election. In the hopes that what's go- what's happening is they're going to undermine his reelection. Right. And you and I have said this from the get-go. They're out of touch mm-hmm. with who elected Donald Trump and why. They're, they're completely out of touch. And so, anyway, I wanted to talk to you about um, the Supreme Court gave an order today. 
that said that the Attorney General of New York cannot seize, Don, uh, cannot turn over Donald Trump's financial records to the House. So what happened was um, the Trump lawyers petitioned to the Supreme Court to hear the case. Now let's just be clear, the Supreme Court has not decided to hear the case yet, but they issued a stay. Okay, so that's what this order is. We're issuing a stay. You cannot publish these records yet. And they gave the House until Thursday to respond to the Trump attorney's motion to the Supreme Court to get involved. Gotcha. So once again, I don't know how this is being reported, if this is being reported. The Supreme Court has not sided with Donald Trump. They have not overturned the lower court's hearing uh, uh, opinions. They've not done anything like that. I just want us to be accurate here and, and understand the judiciary. Look, this is the court saying, okay, we're going to issue a temporary stay, meaning you can't do this right now. We need due process to kick in. We need to hear from all sides before we decide to take this case. If they decide to take the case, then they will issue, they will either issue or not issue an injunction or an, a longer stay during that period of time. So for now, no release. For now, no release. That's right. For now, no release. And that's um, Thursday. The House has to respond by Thursday. So I don't want that distract them from their impeachment dramas. They have to stop what they're doing and and file their response to the Supreme Court. Mm, well, um, they probably. Mitch, Mitch McConnell said you want to see if they could walk and chew bubble gum at the same time. <laughs> so far, they look like they can. <laughs> well, you know they've got different attorneys doing different things and lots of people on the pay. Hey, JC, we have new haters. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. They are the Institute for Research on, and Education on Human Rights. Oh, you're naming them? Yeah, I'm naming them. Come on. Oh, come on, man. They, they're actually... No, seriously, like, nobody... But nobody... <laughs> you've just given them publicity. Like, free publicity. Oh. I think that's the reason why they do some of this stuff, just so whoever they're attacking will talk right. about it. And nobody reads these people. Nobody knows who they are. And so... Well, but I was really shocked because I, I went to find out who they were. Okay, so we're not going to say their name. We'll take their name off the screen. If you're watching us on YouTube, it's gone. Boom. Yeah. I went to the website because I'm always curious who's funding these people. I am like their major target. So that kind of like <laughs> gives me a big head, right? I am so important that I am like a major scene. I outweigh Freedom works on their no, website. Clearly they listen too. So. Yes. Oh no no no, they do listen. Hey. Are, are you gonna walk through their article? Cause it's it's funny the stuff that they say. It, it, oh yeah. It really cracks me up. Oh wow. Well, you, you should. Take, that was what I wasn't gonna do, but. No no, I see yeah, that's the yeah, thing. <laughs> I wouldn't say their name. Uh huh. I would, I, but I would walk through what they said. You know, just to just to demonstrate how stupid they are, and, and you know, answer mm -hmm. answer these things, cause it's the same kind of crap. We hear from other people, and and it's really it's really kind of crazy, you know, white supremacist and racist. Freedom like, works on it, or white supremacists oh, on oh, their man. freedom works. That, that's who, <laughs> right? C. L. Bryant. Yeah. Works with 
Come on. Yeah, C.L. Bryan is one of their main figures on Freedom Works, and no, they, but the, they but list Freedom Works as a is a white supremacist group. But also, you know, um, Richard Mack is a white supremacist. No, but as these well. guys, I mean, they say they they will call African Americans white supremacists. You know, yeah. just like everybody, the whole basis of it is that they don't agree with your political opinion. So they well, it's the headline. We fight the right. It has nothing to do with racism, right? right. right? Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I am a far right so white. So Candace Owens, I've seen called Candace Owens as a white supremacist. C. O'Brien. I mean, basically anybody who's a black conservative or, or not a black Democrat, put it that way. Um, They'll attack as white supremacists. So here's the thing, JC. They hate my lesson on state sovereignty. Yeah, you know, we got somebody, Yvette. She's she's uh, from Puerto Rico. Worked with Freedom Works. Sorry, Yvette, you're white supremacist. <laughs> <laughs> so so they hate my lesson on state sovereignty. Right. Right. Yeah. But when you go to the website, they're big proponents of the. Um, Tribal, the sovereignty of the tribal nations. Okay, make up your mind. I know, right? Seriously, sovereignty or no sovereignty? Does that does that make you an Indian supremacist? Yeah, which, you, you which should... you've also taught. We're... Right, right, exactly. I mean, these exactly. are sovereign nations yes. within our nation, yes. and 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 they have been abused by the federal government, just like the states. The federal government does not respect even anybody else's sovereignty, right. and. Yeah, the, the people, they don't actually listen. They have the little buzzwords that, that trigger them, and you're a white supremacist just because they disagree with you. I love the stuff they talk about you. Uh, you want to uh, throw out the Fourth the Amendment out the so that you can reinstate slavery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and they, they, they obviously you listen to my stupid. show. No, yeah, yeah they no do. Doubt, they no they doubt. totally listen to my show, which which another way gives me big head, right? But see, I I no, like me... the fact that they listen to my show because I used to believe like them. No, but it I makes used them... to be them. So maybe I can help transform. To me, it makes them more stupid, right? Because it's one thing to have heard somebody say something and then right. they report what they say, but it's like okay, you actually listen to the show and you still come away with these idiotic. Uh, conclusions about reinstating slavery and you know all this kind of stupid garbage it's nonsense and you're and you're a white supremacist you know with with a husband from a biracial family you have a mexican adopted child uh mm-hmm. i mean you know so it's just it's just retarded. one of my very best friends in the world the bearded black cowboy oh now you yeah now you're now you're doing that i got i have black oh friends. yeah i have black friends my, right i throw my, my friends black friends right i have a black husband <laughs> it's like pull out the family photo yeah, album right. show them the family photo album so which, and i'm not blonde haired and blue eyed either so yeah, i mean so, seriously so which which black people in the Hall family, in my family, do we actually want to put back into slavery? <laughs> Come on, guys. How stupid can you be? So now they've got their panties in a wad because I'm going to Washington and teaching uh, at the Farm Bureau. Oh, wow, they're following you that closely. Yes. So they like yes. still, this is like a no. daily thing. Hey, no, guys. No, 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 hey. no, no. Yeah, no, totally <laughs> daily. Totally daily. I'm telling you, I am the premier person on their website these days. Yeah, and they actually have a big article about how the Washington Farm Bureau has become a white supremacist organization because I'm coming to speak to them. Yeah, Hillbilly says freedom is slavery, slavery is freedom, the new normal in America. And that's yeah. the thing, these guys, <laughs> it's upside down world, right? Up is down, 
<laughs> forward is back. So it's really, really retarded. Now, apparently, and that's not a PC phrase, but they're retarded. No, but GC's but, never been PC, no, so what, he's not the white supremacist I am. <laughs> so apparently what set them off or what got them on your sin or whatever was, again, the teaching in Lake City right. to the, uh, what, what is the group called? The League of the South. Oh, League of the yes. South. And which which have which have expressed ethno nationalist uh, views and positions, but which, not all of just which we do, which we don't support. That, and right. you and and you actually at the meeting, uh, you know, basically poo pooed that idea. Yeah. There's a lot of people that you spoke to that did not agree with, like the leadership in that did not agree with what you taught. That's the whole purpose of why we went there in the first place. Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Um, as you can, uh, as I showed during the break, if you're watching us on tube, YouTube, by the way, if you're watching us on YouTube. Make sure that you subscribe, you share, you hit the notifications so that when we go live, remember JC and I are working really, really hard to, to make this a regular thing for everybody so you can experience us live. And then JC follows, I don't know if this will show up, but JC then follows the, the, the threads and we can actually interact with each other while we're, we're doing this. So make sure you get the notifications, you share, we spread this and we get the news, uh, the real news. I mean, the real stuff that's going on out there. JC, how do people support us and support the Daily Journal? Uh, you can text IMPACT2020 to 33777. So, and that's just five bucks to support the show. That's it. And, we're, and we're, we are putting together, once we get, you know, a good group of subscribers, we're putting together some special things just for you. Uh, and th uh, this is going to be fabulous. I mean, really, one-on-one -on -one interactions, personal webinars, that kind of thing. And, JC, we did last uh, Thursday night, we did a live showing of my class on uh, one of my classes. I have several classes. One of my classes on the right to keep and bear arms. Yeah, and it was just a test run, testing our capabilities. Mm -hmm. I, I got to get the uh, slides, some of the slides, that you, or the slides that you covered put up so people can see. You couldn't really see the slides, but... Yeah, hope to be doing that more often. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. So join us at chrisannhall.com. Uh, you can always learn at libertyfirstuniversity.com and uh, be with us. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm also on Oath Keepers. I had shown this up here during the break. Uh, Constitutional America is the show that I have on Oath Keepers channel on uh, Samsung Fire TV, Roku, and Apple TV on Saturdays at 7 p.m. By the way. Uh, that left-wing extremist group thinks that the Oath Keepers are also white supremacists, and I have yoked up with them, so now I'm like a white supremacist times two. Right? Right? It's crazy. Oh, <sighs> All right, so here's something that's going on that I want to talk about. Oh, I already did that one. Let's see, where are we? Oh, I want to talk about today. So what has happened in the state of Florida? Now, in the state of Florida... We have a statute, a statute that says 
you cannot make a list of guns owners. Whoa, oh, you oh. cannot make a list gotcha, of gun owners. Gotcha, gotcha. So 793.335 is a prohibition under Florida statute against the registration of firearms and the keeping of electric electronic records. Now I'm reading this to you because many states have this. And this is something that has come to our attention that local law enforcement have found an end run to making this list. Mm. And this is like a public service announcement alert emergency. I want everybody, wherever you are, to start looking into this on your state level to figure out if your state local law enforcement, now remember, this is a really big deal because the feds don't keep these lists don't keep these lists, you know, with my little finger quotes in the air. And the states are not allowed to keep these lists, but what they're doing is end running. So if your local law enforcement is keeping a list of gun owners, then guess what? That now is accessed by your federal, the federal government as well, because you know they have that whole cooperation thing going on and the, the mutual jurisdiction agreements and everything. So here's what this Florida statute says. The right of individuals to keep and bear arms is guaranteed under both the Second Amendment to the United States Constitution and Section 8, Article 1 of the State Constitution. Section 2, a list, record, or registry of legally owned firearms or law-abiding firearm owners is not a law enforcement tool and, began, and can become an instrument for uh, profiling, harassing, or abusing law-abiding citizens based on their choice to own a firearm and exercise their uh, Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms as guaranteed under the United States Constitution. Listen to this. Further, such a list, record, or registry has the potential to fall into the wrong hands and become a shopping list for thieves. Hmm. Okay? So here, watch how this works. Pawnbrokers in Florida are required to enter information on firearm transactions into this computer system called the Finder system. The system then transmits the serial numbers of the firearms along with the make and model to the local sheriff's department to make sure that the person pawning the gun did not steal it. Now, the Finder system claims that there was a bug in the system. And when we get back, I'll tell you about that bug. As arrogant men tear up our constitution And from every direction we cry around You can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way. Chris Ann Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. This is the PSA emergency alert story that I wanted to talk to you about. So in the state of Florida, there is a gun statute that says you cannot build a list. No lists allowed. Not only can law enforcement not use lists, but they recognize that lists can become shopping lists for thieves, right? So now pawnbrokers have this electronic system that automatically is supposed to send the serial numbers and the make and the model of the guns to law enforcement to see if the serial numbers and the make and the model of the gun has been identified as being stolen. 
but they claim a glitch in the system is also transmitting the names and the addresses of the gun owners for the uh, that were collected by the pawnbrokers as a part of the sales transaction. Charlotte County Sheriff's Department obviously saw an opportunity here. Wow. And built a list of gun owners from the information they received from the pawnbrokers. Holy mackerel. Now. Oh, Charlotte County, was it? Is that Port St. Lucie? What? No, that's St. Lucie. I don't know where Charlotte that's County Charlotte. is. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of hmm. not geographically, you know, I'm geographically challenged. Well, South Florida. Area. But see, here's not the thing. This, this is actually an investigation that was, was brought to the intention of the Attorney General by Ammo Land. Okay? Mm-hmm. So Ammo Land. Some people went to Ammo Land and said, look, you know, this is, we know that the Charlotte uh, County Sheriff's Department is doing this. Somebody needs to look into this. Well, they found out that there are other Sheriff's Departments doing the same thing. Wow. I know, seriously. And if you, <clears throat> excuse me. Well, this is the importance of having a constitutional sheriff. Right. Well, here's the crazy thing. When Ammo Land went to the state attorney's office in Charlotte County, the state attorney said, "Sorry, we don't see any wrong. There's no violation of the law here." Who? The state attorney. The state attorney said that. Yeah. Mm. And so uh, they went to uh, another county, Mm. and the attorney general or the state attorney is actually going to be doing an investigation. And, and there's actually uh, an indication that the Attorney General will, of the state of Florida is going to start conducting a statewide investigation. Now, Finder, the, the, the IT company that owns the Finder system says it was just a glitch. We fixed the glitch. It's not happening anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? Ooh, I feel all safe and warm and fuzzy inside. So they shredded the list, right? <laughs> right. Shredded. Yeah, We're not doing right. it anymore. But see, here's the thing. I don't know what's wrong. I got a frog in my throat. <clears> throat> the that the sheriff's county the, that the Charlotte County Sheriff's Department and other sheriff's departments saw this as an opportunity to make a list. Yeah. Seriously, what is wrong when the sheriff is making a list of gun owners? And when Florida actually has a statute that makes that a crime. Mm -hmm. Now, don't tell me that they teach about rights at the law enforcement academy. Don't tell me that our sheriffs know what their jobs actually are. Okay? (laughs) Because I don't know. I mean, not only does this violate every principle of the right to keep and bear arms, but in the state of Florida, it violates the stinking law. Right. So now what's going to happen to the Charlotte County Sheriff's Department? Nothing, because it was a glitch in the system. this, This is a problem I have, you know, and I talked about for a long time, the problem in the criminal justice system. You worked as a prosecutor, so you know this. You, mm-hmm. you, can, you can amen this right here. They, they all operate on, like they're on the same team. Right. So the state attorney covers for 
mm-hmm. police officers, deputies, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so anytime if you have if you have a deputy or a police officer who's right. who's a bad apple mm-hmm. and does something wrong, they're they're not held accountable because the state attorney's office and you know every other part of government, right? Uh, in most instances, cover cover for them. They circle right. the wagons, you know. So you know, I mean, a, a, it's a, it's a different system. They have right. different standards. If we do the things that they do, we go to jail. But here, the sheriff, he can violate the law. This is a statute on the books. You violated the law. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, but uh, it doesn't matter because he, he's law enforcement and they act like they, they're judge, jury, executioner, and the laws do, don't apply to them. The Sarasota Sheriff's Office has been compiling a list using the finder system. And it's just crazy that, that they actually have a reporter who went to the, uh, let me find this in the article. So they have an, a, a reporter by the name of Sheets, okay? And Sheets actually went to the sheriff's uh, department, the, char- uh, where was it? Sh- uh, Charlotte and uh, Sarasota, Sarasota. And then asked them for the list that they created. Mm-hmm. They had no problem sending Mr. Sheets, the the journalist, the entire list with the guns, the names of the owners, and their addresses mm-hmm. as a matter of public record. See, that's why the statute said it could become a shopping list for thieves. What is to keep some some reporter or somebody pretending to be a reporter to actually getting the list? The Charlotte County Sheriff's Department shared their list with other departments and also with Mr. Sheets. Yeah. See, that's, that's the problem when you have law enforcement rather than peace officers. Mm-hmm. And this is thing that Sheriff Mack talks about all the time, this distinction. And, and I, you know, most people, your average person walking the street doesn't get that. I mean, these are basically, so when we say constitutional peace officer, we're talking about somebody sworn an oath to the Constitution works for the people. When you look at these, you know, law enforcement, these cats operating off this mentality, they're loyal to the state. Mm-hmm. They're, they're government enforcers, revenue collection officers, uh, you know, so... They don't work for the people. They're not accountable to the to the people, and I just most of that is over the head of of most people out there. So it's hard to even you know talk about that. Mm-hmm. But that's why that the, that whole thing to me what what Sheriff <clears throat> Mack does you and you guys have worked together on this. Oath right. Keeper, same thing. Worked long on this and trying to teach this and and um, let these officers know and understand. I mean, some of them in the system that. They don't get it. You have good officers out there, and, and then they don't understand their role. And But this is what you get, and this is when you identify that's the people you're dealing with. This is what you're dealing with. So this guy's just some statist uh, you know, enforcer, and they circle the wagons. They cover for, for each other. It's all about maintaining the power and control of the state over the people. And, and people get so ticked off, you know, people with the just you know, pure back the blue mentality and they can't see anything but blue. And and so therefore they cannot recognize, identify, and hold accountable those people in the system uh, that are against you and not 
for you. That's why we shouldn't have this blanket tribalistic reaction just because it has a badge on we look the other way because this is the kind of stuff that they get away with. Right. And this is why I wanted you to know about this because the mainstream media is not carrying this. They're all stuck in the in in the tar pit of impeachment. Nobody's talking about what's what's really happening to your rights. I mean, we've already told you through the impeachment hearing, the due process of Donald Trump will eventually trickle down to your due process. This mentality of Congress is not a mentality towards the President of the United States. This is a mentality of congressmen towards everybody else. They believe they are emperors and rulers. In the meantime, in the background where it's really affecting you on a daily basis, this is what you need to know every single day. This is what's happening in Florida. Is it happening in New Well, you know they're building lists in New York. Is this happening in Alabama? Is this happening in Texas? Is this happening in Wyoming, in Utah? Seriously, you have to be the watchdog out there. You got to find out what this if this stuff is happening. Yeah. Because I guarantee you this finder system this IT program has been used all across the country. They share these programs. There's other places. And I want to suggest to you the first place your investigation is, go to your local pawn shop. Find out if they're using the Finder IT system. Mm -hmm. Find out. Ask them, are you using the Finder system to report firearms serial numbers and uh, uh, makes and models to the local law enforcement department? Can I say something controversial? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I don't need I don't need the officers, the so-called law enforcement, and, and all this sort of stuff. And, that, and to me, if everybody had a mentality, uh, we have a right to keep and bear arms. I got my arms. I'm good. If everybody, you know, was basically trained, equipped to protect themselves and take care of themselves, and we take care of one another, whatever. What do I What do I need some you know jack leg with a badge? For. I mean, no, no disrespect to you guys who are sincere and trying to do a good job, but I'm not asking them to come protect anything I have. I'm good. Well, I'll just say from, from a societal perspective, what you have is not law enforcement, but constitutional protectors. You have the ability to, to investigate, to use community resources to investigate to find your robbers to find your murderers you know we don't we don't need jc hall to run around mm -hmm. being lean i know i just threw a monkey wrench in the works but I, i'm good I, I am good i got it covered that's I, I why jc is more of a minarchist than i am i think some so. folks will agree with me uh, i'm sure they will i'm sure they will <laughs> so state attorney i'm not going to agree with you on that one because you know i'm I, I'm I'm with I'm with Adams and I'm with Payne. Government's a necessary evil, and if men were angels, we wouldn't need them. But you yeah, know no, what? I get there's that. A, there's a point but, where yeah. I need the community to come together in my defense. Sometimes when yeah. I can't, when I it's not enough for me. It's just not enough for me. So state attorney Amira Fox has now opened an investigation into the background and the failure of the finder system. So we're naming Amira Fox because uh, guess what? She's doing something good.
his closet comedian stuff there. He's, he's the funny guy. Everyone's like, JC, why do you never smile? Well, that's just an act JC puts on when he's in front of the camera. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> that's JC. Hey, I wanted I'm to show you. You're intimidating. So I came across this article. 78% of Americans do not understand what rights the First Amendment protects. 57 believe the government should be able to take action against newspapers and TV stations that publish content that is biased, inflammatory, or false. And 36% support the formation of a government agency to police speech in podcasts and other media. I know, right? How about this one? This is the millennial version. Uh, campaign for free speech survey found that 51% of Americans say their First Amendment should be rewritten and 48% say that hate speech should be illegal. The percentages are even higher among millennials. 51.7% of the millennials say the First Amendment should be rewritten to, quote, reflect the cultural norms of the day. And 54% say an appropriate punishment for, quote, hate speech could be jail time. Good luck with that. Yeah. And then we come right on the cusp of the right to keep and bear arms, right? That's right. That's right. See, but JC, we were, hold just, my tongue. we were just in Washington, D.C., and we heard a representative from the Department of Justice, some attorney from the Department of Justice, go yeah. on and on and on and on about hate speech and hate crimes and hate crimes. She must have said the term hate crimes at least four times in a five-minute span. Right. And that's why this... Look, let me say this again. Everybody, look at my face. Listen to my voice. There is no such thing as a hate crime. We've got, I don't, where did this come from? No such thing as a hate crime. There is no statute that makes it a crime for you to hate. Mm -hmm. There is no penalty for hating. Hate crimes are not crimes. They're sentence enhancements. Ridiculous, liberty-destructing biased, prejudicial, and let me just say this, hating mm -hmm. criminal enhancements. I'll be right back. <laughs> Keep on going. S listen to me. Hate speech uh, sentence enhancements work like this, okay? If you kill, if you commit a violent crime, and the prosecutor can then prove that you committed that crime, number one, against a member of what they call a protected class, and that your crime against that protected class was motivated by hate. <laughs> oh, no. <sighs> now you're really going to get the white supremacist people, uh, the haters behind us today. I'm so, good. <laughs> 
Really? I'm good. <laughs> so those of you who are not watching but listening, uh, go to YouTube. You can see Jay JC just walked in. Now you've just published to everybody that we have an LAR. <laughs> JC's got like the whole Al Alamo come and get it thing, right? So why are our hate crime sentence enhancements un uh, contrary to liberty? Because number one, they make what they call a protected class that somehow some human life is more important than other human life. Number two, it's thought crimes. Yeah. The prosecutor has to prove that you were thinking bad thoughts while you committed a violent crime against someone in a protected class. Why am I not a protected class? Why, why isn't my next door neighbor a protected class unless his skin color is different or his religion is different or whatever? Protected classes of people is, is anti-liberty. That is, that is prejudice in law. Prejudice in law. And, and that's why. Look, we need some First Amendment training for people because popular speech needs no protection. And if you want to reflect cultural norms then guess what? You have just set the world back centuries. As Keep far your powder as dry. God bless you guys. See you next time.